God, thank you so much for your word. Uh, And I pray that you'd help guide us by your word today in the power of your Holy Spirit. Uh, Help us with our tongues, dealing with the issues that you raise here. And uh, I pray that your Holy Spirit would come and convict us in any way if we've sinned and help us to walk in righteousness or speak in righteousness. And I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit would rest on me so I could bring your word to your people today, boldly and faithfully, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now remember James in this book, he is writing to uh, Jewish Christians primarily, uh, but uh, importantly, he is writing to people who are already grounded, who are already established in the faith. So he's not intending, like Paul does, to uh, set foundations here. He's giving further instruction. Uh, And uh, if you think about the difference here, I think James was uh, the leader of the Jerusalem church, the brother of Jesus, uh, who is writing here. And he's writing uh, as if he would uh, write as a leader of a major church would write. And this is how we get along. This is how we live together. This is how we minister together. This is how we serve the Lord together. And, and that's how we need to read James's comments here. And so we pick up with uh, chapter uh, 3, verse 1. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member Yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth comes blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. May God bless to us this reading from his holy word. I have to admit that there have been times in my life where my tongue was not very, very well controlled. Uh, In fact, uh, some of my my biggest struggles in life uh, have been not saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Uh, it's been uh, not saying certain things and words that I shouldn't say. And, and it's, it's not like you know, I, I'm, I, I, I speak like a sailor, but at the same time, it's, it's one of those challenges that I, that I face and I think a lot of us face. Uh, and we look at that and it's, it's amazing that our tongues are so difficult 
to control. But to understand how important this is, that we actually do control them, we need to understand the power that we're dealing with when it comes to our tongues. Actually, when it comes to even speaking certain things out. Uh, Now, I don't want to sound like one of those name it, claim it, blab it, grab it kinds of people. Uh, as a as a friend of mine once said, or once characterized certain people, uh, that's not what I'm talking about here. But when you look, how was the world created? How was the universe created? God created everything by speaking. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Everything was created through the Word. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He said, "Let there be light," and it was so. And the and the whole creation event is about God speaking. And even James, when he starts to to encourage about the tongue, he starts out and says, not many people want to be teachers or should want to be teachers because if you're a teacher, overall, you will be judged by a stricter standard. And the reason we're judged by a stricter standard as a teacher is because there is power in what we say. I recognized very early on as a pastor that what I would say to people would influence them deeply, positively or negatively. That if I gave a word of correction, even if that person didn't agree with what I was saying, that that word of correction would have some kind of power in their lives. And so if I gave it inappropriately, if I gave it in a harsh manner, I could crush their spirit. I also learned the power of saying positive things. Because there is a power that we have that goes along, I think, really with being created in the image of God and the power that God had with speaking so that our words have power, our words really make a difference for good or for ill. And so James is telling us here about how important it is that we bridle our tongues, that we learn how to control our tongues. Now, some people think that they just have to speak everything that they speak, but that's not true. We do have control over what we say. We do have control over how we use our tongues. And to gain control, we need to understand a number of things. First of all, we need to understand the power. And he talks about the power. How a great forest is set ablaze by a small fire. How a, a ship, a big ship, is driven, driven by strong wind, winds or is guided by a rudder. Uh, how uh, we put a bit in the mouth of a horse and that little bit guides the mighty horse and causes it to bend to our will. And so James is emphasizing here, first of all, the power in this dynamic of the tongue. And to control the tongue, if we want to do that, if we want to follow the Scripture, first we need to understand the power. Because when we understand the power, not only if you are a church or leader or a spiritual leader, but as a Christian, if you understand the power of your tongue, it will help you to be more careful in how you use your tongue. I learned years and years ago to bridle my tongue. So even if sometimes I blurt out things that I shouldn't say, I never say that to people because I want to judiciously guide everything that I say to any person because of such power in that. And the same is true. If you understand the power of what you say to your coworker, that even if they're not a believer, 
If you are a believer, if you are filled with God's Spirit inside of you, the words that you speak to your co-workers have power in their lives. If you praise a co-worker, if you encourage them, what you are saying, in a sense, is backed up by the power of the Spirit of God in your life. And so, once you understand how much power there is in the tongue, that makes you want to respect it. It's a bit like if you have uh, electrical power. Uh, I don't notice many people saying, well, I wonder if there's power coming through this socket. I know, I'll try. I'll wet my fingers and I'll stick them in the socket and I'll see if I get, uh, I see if I get a little jolt. We don't do that. Why do we not do that? Because there's power. We know that if we do that, it will hurt. We know that if we do that, it could cause damage. We know that if we do that, it could even cause death. And so that's the first step to learning how to bridle our tongue. And that is to know the power of the tongue. But then there's another dynamic that James is talking about here. And he says, we all stumble in many ways. And if you don't stumble in what you say, you're perfect and you can bridle your whole body. The foundation to any degree of self-control begins with how you control your tongue. Learning how to control your tongue, controlling what you say, controlling how you speak about people, and so on and so forth, is absolutely essential to controlling your whole body. If you can't control your tongue, then it's hard to see that you can control yourself in any other way. So we begin with the tongue, and we begin with controlling the tongue and exercising discipline for our tongue, and then it becomes easier to exercise discipline in our whole body. So we have the power, and we know that the tongue is the the source or the beginning of all discipline, and we also know that the tongue is a world of evil, as James says. If you think about it, most of the sin that we commit in our lives has to do with what we say. Most of the sins that we commit in our lives has to do with what we say. How often do we criticize people? We don't often criticize them to their front. Most often we criticize them to their, to their back. But we criticize people. We fault find. We complain. We bring people down. We say hard things and we say harsh things. Uh, So often we'll come to somebody, and and I've had people over the years come and say, well, I just want to speak the truth in love. And I know two things when somebody says that to me. One, what they say will not be the truth, and two, it will not feel like much love. It's always the case. Because there's so much evil that comes out of our tongue. And in fact, what we say can set the whole course of our lives in a certain direction how we speak, how we use our tongue. There's poison in our tongues. And we can cause a lot of damage. So most of the sin comes out of the tongue. And if we can control our tongues and we deal with that issue in our lives, we can deal with sin in most other areas of our lives. And then the next stage in controlling our tongue is to understand the purpose of our tongue. 
the God-given purpose that we have. And it comes here when we look at verse 9. James says, With it, with the tongue, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. So when we understand that there is power in our tongue, there's power in what we say, it's very, very important. Uh, when we understand that, that our tongue has the ability to, to build people up, uh, when we understand that controlling our tongue is the first step to controlling our whole lives, when we understand that, that our tongue is the source of most sin and brokenness that we have, how much brokenness comes, how many problems come because of the way that we use our tongue, the next thing then is to understand what is God's given purpose for our tongues. And God's given purpose is for us to bless. Peter tells us this. He says, bless for to this you were called. We are called to bless. And we are called to bless, first and foremost, God. We bless God through our worship. We bless God by praising Him. We bless God by honoring Him with our tongues, with what we say. We speak out God's goodness. We speak out God's wonder. And that God has given us a tongue and the ability to speak, in part to speak and to bless the Lord. But then our second purpose, the second great God-given purpose for the tongue is to bless people who are created in the image of God. And every human being has been created in the image of God. And so we have a responsibility with our tongues to bless people. Now we can use it for many other things. Obviously we communicate. Uh, We do quite a number of other things with with our tongues. But God's purpose in the tongue in this sense is so that we will bless Him and that we will bless others. And that's why if we claim to be Christians and we're blessing God, but we're cursing others and we're putting others down and we're criticizing others and we're undermining others and we're gossiping about others and we're doing all these kinds of things about other people we are not really honoring God with our tongues. And we're not really fulfilling the God-given purpose. But when we realize that God's purpose is for us to bless Him and bless other people, then it becomes easier to control our tongues. Now certainly for me, I try to be very, very careful in what I say. I'm not perfect. And I don't know anybody who's perfect in the control of their tongues. But I understand that my purpose here is not to criticize, it's not to attack, it's not to bring down, it's not to humiliate, it's to bless. And when I understand the purpose of blessing, along with the power, along with the need to bridle the tongue, and how that's key to controlling my whole life, and along with the fact that I can do a lot of damage to myself and others if I don't control my tongue. When I embrace the call to bless, interestingly, it makes it easier to control our tongues. At one point in time, I thought that the secret to controlling my tongue was to not say certain things. So I, you know, got to bite my lip and say that. And it was always a struggle. But when I began to realize 
that God's call for the use of my tongue was to bless other people. That desire to bless people is actually what gave me the ability to resist saying the wrong things. The desire to bless and not to curse gave me the ability to bless and not curse in other ways in my life. I'm not perfect with it, but I persevere with it because I know that when I speak, and when we all speak as believers, we speak as representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ. At the end of the day, if for no other reason, that's why we control our tongues. Because the things you say at work, the things you say at home, the things you say on the bus, the things you say in the shops, the things you say in your church will either point to Jesus or point away from Jesus. And as for me, I want to bless Jesus. Let's pray. Gracious God, this is a mystery and it is a difficult thing for us dealing with our tongues. And we don't always understand it. But I pray, Father, I pray for myself. I pray that you'd give me a deeper ability and a deeper strength to control my tongue, to bridle my tongue, because I want to be holy in every way. And Father, I pray that you would always help me to bless and not to curse, to bless you and to bless others and to bless people groups and not to curse. I pray that you'd fill my mouth with laughter, you'd fill my mouth with joy, you'd fill my mouth with blessing, you'd fill my mouth with honor, you'd fill my mouth with love. And I pray that for each of us. For we love you and we worship you and adore you in Jesus' name. Amen.